Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? It's time. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Steve. All right. Kobe and appreciate to you, my nigga. This is from... Who wrote this? Oh, from Black Sinatra. I like that. That's nice. Leroy Furious and Black Black Sinatra. Sinatra. Playing today at the Copa. Start spreading the motherfucking news. (laughs) In light of the Kobe and Gigi tragedy, I'm going to give you your flowers while you're still here, my nigga. You, my friend, are a goddamn comedy legend. It's hard for me to relate to most comedians nowadays because they're so PC. Don't want to say the wrong things, but you, in caps are able to say the things people like me want to say but can't. In essence, you're a voice for the voiceless. You're able to say things and be yourself and not fear the backlash. I appreciate you for that. I might not fear the backlash, but I get the backlash. Um, From the Pussy Podcast to your many talks about God, I feel you, my nigga. I wrote you on Twitter once about possibly putting that God shit in your act, and you told me you were trying. I was just wondering where you are able to implement it yet. I'd like to know the reaction. Also, I think I heard you say somewhere you were looking, you were working on another special. Will it be on that? Uh, If I can get it in time and if I ever get another special, yeah. Um, Can't wait to hear it if it's true. Record your own special. Yep. All in all, man, I had to let you know, man, you're a comedy gold and what, and that whenever my day turns to shit, I got to put you on and mellow out a bit, my nigga. I've been busy working my ass off, so I haven't had a chance to check your schedule to see when you'd be in Charlotte, North Carolina again. But God damn it, if it's soon, my nigga, I'm going to be there. I got to meet the legend himself. Keep killing these motherfuckers. Hopefully, I'll be able to catch your show for the first time soon. Thank you, Black Sinatra. I appreciate that. Um, 
three coins and a nigger fountain. It's the Black Sinatra. Um, the podcast is bigger than you. This is from Demandra Hall. Hey, guys, my name is Dre Hall. Oh, okay. I haven't even finished the episode yet, and I'm typing this email. Let me be clear. In 35 years of my life, I've only sent emails to family and friends. I do not miss a show. I scroll through all the other chaff every week. Chaff, that's a word? Chaff. Yeah, yeah. it's a shit. Shit. Oh, okay. Goddamn, didn't know that. It's the chaff is the, uh, I forgot what it is, but I think it's farming. It's the, the stuff you scrape off. Oh, okay. I think, I don't know. I'm a dumbass. All right, you might be wrong. right, though. Hoping for a new episode with you guys. Your show is the best of both worlds, entertaining and honest. The show needs you both. So what do I need to do? Do I need to drive all the way there from North Carolina and beg? Don't fuck up a great thing, Dre. You know, Dre, when Andy and I come to uh, your neck of the woods, uh, we'll be sure and let you know. We'll be in Cary, Indiana. Cary, Indiana. Isn't that clear? What the fuck is that? That's the, that's the Raleigh, Raleigh Improv. Oh, when, when? I don't know. It's coming up, though. Not in a couple months, a few months. Yeah, so just check. You know, you could call Raleigh Improv and just ask. When uh, will the? It's, it's on your. It's on AriSpears.com. And it you, might be. I, I don't it know. It might be. My shit be sloppy. Um, but also, since you did bring up what you could do to keep us together, I, I would have a lot better chance of staying in this whole thing if I had a one of the Michael Jordan North Carolina basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't got a bag, nigga. Just bring some Jordan paraphernalia. <laughs> And that'll suit us. Um, yeah, man, just call up to the improv and, and ask when the the kike and the negro yeah. will be there. It's the Raleigh improv, but it's in Cary. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, man, let me know what they say, and I'll get, make sure you got some free tickets, brother. I love my fans. I love my fans. Uh, thank you, brother. Um, the Jew and the Jerk from El Presidente. Great episode. Both of you let it out. Definitely needed. I agree that you need to work extra, extra hard. You got to be the dominant point guard in the duo. The moment where you broke down, I connected with you. I myself have moments in my lane where I'm watching things happen on the sidelines and it hurt. But I know you'll keep fighting. Hopefully the podcast continues and you give more to the audience. Do a video podcast. That's another area where you guys are behind. Video podcasts are massive. Give us more. But first, like Andy said, Block out all the negativity. Take some time away and come back stronger than ever. Yeah, um, I think my goal, I think I'm going to do it, is we're in Kansas City next week. I think I'm going to, because I've been wanting to buy a new phone. I think I'm going to buy this iPhone three camera shit so that we have good quality. And I buy a camera phone stand and record the podcast. Um, you know, and eventually we'll get better with it. I'm trying to lock down a podcast studio so that maybe once a month Andy could come to Los Angeles and we knock out a couple. Um, but nonetheless, I, I know I keep saying we're going to do it, but I think next week The I'm viewership really... is still on audio, by the way. I know that I know that everybody likes the video one, but no one yeah. spends two hours watching the video. They, they, they watch it. They listen to it most of the time. Right. Because everybody has jobs or driving or doing things like that. But I do understand, but I would really like us to at least have clips up of it, because it is funny when you watch us sometimes together trying to figure this shit out. Yeah, certain shit you can't see, uh, obviously, because you know, we're not visual. 
but and, the comedy's still all there. But but when you do your impressions, it would be it would be so much better to have, be able to see that because you, you want to put a face behind that goddamn man, voice, dude. You turn your face into that. I saw that uh, Jim Carrey when he turned himself into uh, the Grinch. No, when he turned uh, uh, Clint Eastwood. Have yeah. you ever seen that? Oh no, no. But he, he just he just works. It, it takes yeah. him like like twenty seconds and stuff, and then it looks exactly. I thought you were mentioning the clip where he talks about he was he was promoting Sonic, and uh, somebody said, I guess a kid said in front of his mom, "Mom, that's uh, the so and so and so and so guy," and he goes, "No, I'm I'm the Grinch." He goes, "No, you're not," and Jim morphed. Into that Grinch face, <laughs> and the kid started screaming. Like, yeah, Jim Carrey's a special dude, Plato ass. Nigga. But you, you do that too. Like you, you're Denzel. Right. You look like you look nothing like Denzel right now. But you look right. like Denzel when when you do that impression. <laughs> the mouth, mouth, the eyes, the yeah, the, the, yeah. the way, the timing of it. Yeah. Stop giving morons a voice. This is from Jose Guterres. Oh, oh he's back. I like this. Hey, nigga, what's happening? Um. Man, I love the podcast. I love you both. Don't ever let some dumbass argument end the podcast. You two have something special going on. And if you end it because of egos, you're fools. Stop giving the idiots a voice. I notice that Aries always feels the need to respond to the morons who criticize him, but it's so unnecessary. They're dumb idiots. You don't need to respond to them. LOL. Glad y'all are back. By the way, I have a man's question. Do you really care if a woman's vagina is hairy, especially when you know you're getting some fire sex? I prefer a shaved cooch. But if she hasn't shaved it a bit, I don't care. LOL. Much love to you both. Joshua. I keep saying Jose. Joshua Guterres, Chicago social worker. You want to answer that first? Which, which part? Shaved gooch. Uh, do I like prefer? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like when it's all tidy and clean. But would a lot of hair bother you? Uh, wouldn't slow me down. <laughs> I love that. Slow me down. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't even pull back. I mean, I just prefer, you asked my preference, but, you know, hey, you know, if, if you drove a Ferrari and you wanted a red one and you got a black one, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm going to be honest, man. I think the older I'm getting, the filthier I'm getting. Um, I like a big, I'll take it either way, like you just said. But I like I like a hairy I I like an aroma, to, to, like when the panties come down, I should there should be an aroma the, that you, comes out. I know they can make that candle for you for sure. Yes, like you know how when you like when you open up a can of Coke, and you and that mist. I like when the panties come down and there's a a mist that comes out the pussy. That hair, like I said on my on my joke, when I'm down, I want a woman so hairy when I'm eating a pussy. I look like a terrorist. I, I want a full Mahujadeen, nigga. I, 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 it's something. There's there's botanicals. There's there's a. I don't know. There's there's a there's a something with all that hair on your face. It, there's a a purity to it, a history to the pussy. You understand what I'm saying? I, I don't understand it. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a. There's a jungleness to it, of, of, where, you, where your shirt shows arm hair sweat, armpit sweat. There's a, there's a. I, I like it. To I look, like a jungle, nigga. It, I like it to look clean, like it was, like you know when it's like. Well, you don't know what snow is anymore, right? But you know, like when it snows and they go out and they clean the sidewalk and it's a, it, the sidewalk looks perfect, or they put a path in, in grass, and right? It's like perfect pathway. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I nah, like, I do. I like the snow to come up to my chest. <laughs> 
Uh, did he ask another question? What I think was I was the only, oh, he just, no, the other thing about uh, why you why do you give people haters the fucking because I like to play with my food before I eat it. Okay. Um, I eat these niggas, man. Uh, the jerk actually cries. Oh shit! Okay, who's this from? Oh, my nigga Matthew Riggins, Jersey. Um, he actually he actually wrote two, uh, and he puts everything in caps. And I didn't know that this nigga is. Did you talk to him? I don't think so. In New Brunswick. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Matthew I, Riggins. Yeah, he stutters a little bit. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, I heard. No, I didn't notice. Yeah, Matthew, I know you're listening. Um, when you eat a bitch pussy, talk. <laughs> just, just start talking. <laughs> Your mouth is an automatic vibrator, nigga. Um, <laughs> great motherfucking episode, my dude. If all this started from money, you guys can work that out. Y'all got this. But Andy, I'm still confused. Answers, Andy, I'm still confused. Answer questions more clear. Andy would be a great criminal. He would piss officers off in an interrogation room the way he answers questions. But I couldn't tell if he wants to work it out or not. Hope y'all talk about this Gail King shit, though. She is a disrespectful-ass bitch. Hey, we come to get you, bitch. Look up the situation if you have it. I love that. That was old, Snoop. Yeah, we, we, did, come, we come to get you, bitch. We did address it on the prior episode. Uh, Back off, or we gonna come get you. Hey, uh... Yeah, you know what? I I really am pretty good about not putting myself in a in a situation where uh, I'm committed to anything. Usually, uh, no, I'm committed to doing the podcast. But the thing is that, I, that I, people didn't understand who are listening to the podcast was that when we talk about making changes, and you guys heard just a small part of what was going on. You know, and I'm not trying to be a dick about this. You know. It's easy for us to say we're going to make changes. It's another I got, thing. I, 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 got, I got his hotel room covered, ride to and from the <laughs> airport. The list was taken seriously, God damn it! No, but it wasn't just that. It's about, about Aries in general. You know, Air- again, I'm going to say it to you looking at you. You, have, you came into the game with, a lot of, with some of the most skills anybody's had. Just want to see you use those skills, man. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there's a lot more to this. And in, in, like in any relationship, you know what we put out there. But um, yeah, I want to do this. I just want it to grow and I want it to be good. And I think we can do that. But we just had to be on the same page. There we go. Another one from Mookie. Matthew, you know I love you, nigga. I just didn't know you studied. And you know goddamn well if you couldn't take this joke, then you don't get us at all. But I know you with it, baby. Do you think if you stutter and you're sending emails out that you should put a little stutter in it so people know who they're dealing with? Um, I'm thinking that's why he writes everything in caps. It's almost like stuttering. Yeah. Can you imagine motherfuckers stuttering and yelling? At the same time? <laughs> I, I, I don't think if you yell, I wonder if you stutter. Because I know if you sing, you don't stutter. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can lose your stutter singing. God damn. Okay, not a fun fact for you. Speaking of fun facts, I read this on the internet before we read this. Um... And I don't know why, but it's Black History Month. We should have... You don't know why there's, it's Black History Month? No, no, no. I should some commas, <laughs> niggas, and periods. Um, we should have been given black history facts, um, you know, throughout the podcast, just for the month. Because here's two things I didn't know. Um, remember uh, when we were kids in the 80s? Viewmaster. Yeah. 
the thing you put yeah. and you and it the 80s man 70s a black dude invented that yeah i didn't know that um do you know where the term hush puppies come from no i do not slaves used to take cornbread and ball them up and when they would escape they would throw the cornbread on the trail to throw off the dogs, dogs. To the dogs go eat the corn. So go to hush puppies, puppies, and it would keep them quiet. That's that's good. Boy, I'm telling you, what you don't know. What the, there's, the shoe, there's a shoe brand called Hush Puppies. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I wonder. Okay, but because of the political right. correct society we live in now, right? If now that if that term was, if everybody understood what that meant, right? Does that company have to change its name from Hush Puppies to Nigga Nuggets? <laughs> Catch goddamn slaves Get the nigger nuggets um, Episode 138 From Pegan T Hey Aries Really enjoyed the episode And I appreciate you Being honest with yourself And living your truth I completely agree with Andy About the things you need To do for yourself If you're toxic And unhealthy It makes you work hard To It makes you Makes you hard to work with I see Andy's point, and he cares about you because he is your friend. Aww. He wants the best for you, Aries, and that makes sense. And I also realize you have a lot going on and carrying the world on your shoulders, brother. Maybe you should relax and come back refreshed and happy and give Andy his space. You both need cleared heads, and Andy, you both need cleared heads. Andy is tired and wants to see change in the relationship. You fucking marriage counselor. As well as, <laughs> as well as business relationship. Much love to you both, Aries. Peace and love, Pegan. Are you tired, Andy? Yeah, I'm tired. A little tired? I'm oh, tired. Right. I'm just old. I'm not tired. I'm old. <laughs> all right. Holy shit. Uh, I'm going to fucking sum this up quickly. Yeah. I'm late, but I love it. This is from Tori. A woman. Hey, Tori. Hey, Aries. My name is Tori, and I'm from... Annapolis, Maryland. I'm new to the podcast, so I've been binge listening for the past few weeks. I love what I've heard thus far, but I've heard you and Andy talk a lot about the lack of women that you guys have right in and give feedback. I don't know if that has changed much, but here's my perspective. Uh, shit. I love y'all's, I love y'all discuss interring topics, but for a female like myself, who is not into some of the things that are discussed, and she puts in parentheses, such as sports, I think the podcast would benefit more from sex talk. What woman doesn't like to talk about sex? My two favorite episodes so, so far have been those that involve sex talk, especially the one with, I don't know what her name is, the female guest, Kyla Lacey, baby. Anyway, I love what you guys are doing, and I hope you decide to continue. Much love and respect to you both, Tori. P.S., be nicer to Andy. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I'm like, sure, punching I'm, this nigga in the face. I'm sure there's some people in there who's got a different opinion. Keep going. My God. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, Tori, was it? Was it Tori? I think it was. Yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, Tori. Um, are there any, any niggas in Annapolis, Maryland? I didn't even heard of that. Annapolis. Yeah, isn't that where the like military base is? I don't know. But Maryland like, is in Baltimore. Yeah. Because I'm mixing Annapolis up with... Indianapolis. Yeah, that's not all the right, same. Right. Uh, but she said, um, like, I don't mind. We have we have conversations involved. I don't want to sit here and just have sex, sex talks. Talk. Yeah. No, nah, it's organic. You know, if, yeah. if it's if it's 
If we feel sexy, we talk sexy. What was uh, that? What was that? That that one show with the in living color? Yeah, we were doing... two snaps in a circle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's, yeah they... When she said sex talks, that's <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah, no, we yeah. If, if it comes up, it's like an erection. If it comes up, we use it. <laughs> um, but yeah, baby, we don't and we don't really talk heavily about sports. We it seems like we talk a lot about regular everyday shit, race. Even when we talk about sports, it's more about like the the the. The emotional part of sports, like not, right. not not the game, not not like the, right. and the effect that it has on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wednesday's podcast. This is from Larry Rainey, bro. I'm listening to Wednesday podcast as I email you. I'm in the space need. I'm in the space need. Yes, you're dealing with depression. All I can say is talk to someone, please. Man, just don't give up. All that other shit don't matter. Please be grateful for what you have. Your time is coming. Stay up and stay funny. Just be you. Um, I don't know that I'm depressed. I think I have bouts of depression, and I'm even scared to say it's depression. Um, I think I, I think all entertainers. Here's listen. I don't know what clinically and technically and doctorly defines depression. Um. But I would imagine that if it's what they say it is based on the commercials I see, it's such a heavy, drastic weight on you that you damn near can't function. Um, And this is how I don't think I'm depressed. Because when I am depressed, if I get a phone call and a girl goes, I want to come suck your dick, I'm not depressed no more. So the fact that I can snap out of it that fast over some pussy... I don't know if I'm depressed. Yeah, well, you could still be depressed, but you're using honestly. You, you could be using sex as as a way to get uh, to to fix the situation for the moment, but it's a temporary fix. Now, here's where it would be great if we had a video podcast. But what if I'm what defines depression is if I'm getting my dick sucked and I look depressed. You <laughs> <laughs> can see Vince like your dick. Am I am I doing a, am I am I doing a good job? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, just keep going. <laughs> are, you, are you coming? Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I came. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, but I, I really do think... It, it, I think a lot of people have depression. And, and I don't think they realize it because I think from our early age, we, we try to deal with whatever is depressing us. And only when it becomes into a stage that you can't deal with it any longer is when people... But I think... I think we all need mental tune-ups all the time. I really do. But again, here's my thing. It, let's say I had all the money in the world, had the career I wanted, all the material shit, the woman in my life. I had all that in place, and I'm still depressed. Then I would go, yeah, nigga, you depressed. But my depression comes from not having those things. Nah, see, I think you're backwards on this one. You will get those if you can figure out a way not to have the depression because you you think you think that this is what's going to fix that situation situation doesn't change you just get the stuff that you you cross those things off the list but you still have to deal with who you are those but who change. i am is wanting those things nah you're more than that if, if you're not we're all more than just the things we're all more than the things mm. we have to be more than things because that isn't where your happiness is it's it's never there was one point and I told you, and I said this on the podcast, and I, I used to sell weed. And there was one, it was a point in my life when I had a lot of money. I was young and I had a lot of money. And I didn't buy anything ever because 
I knew that I had the money to go buy it if I wanted it. So none of that was important to me anymore because none of that meant anything. It was what was wrong with me, and I had to figure that out. And one was that I was a loser in the fact that I had potential to do other things, and I took the shortcut, and I wasn't achieving. What was the shortcut? Selling weed and making money that way. When there was things in life that I should have been doing to make my life better, to make the world, to make, I don't want to say the world, but to make my space that I inhabited better. And I wasn't doing that. And money was solving, it solved a lot of problems that I had, and it helped out some people, but it didn't change. It, it made me realize how unimportant the money was. Money's always important because it's how you pay your bills and it's how you uh, live and eat and feed yourself and take care of the ones around you. But that's what it is. It's, it's the importance to take care of the, the, those items. It doesn't make you any, any different. It doesn't make you different. Success comes from inside. It doesn't come from outside. God, I can't wait till I get to a place where I have all those things and I can go, Andy was right. <laughs> until then, dude. Listen, I it, went to the Bahamas. I had, I had to do two shows in the Bahamas recently. Um, and I got to point this out because this goes to my man going, Aries, why do you fuck with these people who talk shit? Because sometimes I, I've always said this. Uh, and when I was talking about my weight and I was going, I got noble intentions, but my execution's terrible. I got Michael Jordan dreams, but Dennis Rodman habits. I want to be Michael Corleone in terms of my strategic movement, my smarts, how I handle things quietly. No one knows. You don't see the. You don't see me coming to stab you. But I'm more like Sonny Corleone. I'm fucking what? Flip the table. I'm. Ah! And, you know, so this dude says, uh, yeah, Aries, man, you haven't been relevant since Mad TV. You probably, uh, something about me not being relevant and uh, my life being garbage. And I said, um, my man, I just went and did a show in the Bahamas for five figures, for a decent five figures. Um so how the fuck, where is your life at right now? So yeah, I said, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so that, that makes me irrelevant. And then he goes, uh, well, well, I could tell you're not busy in 2020 because you have time to respond. I said, my man, in between switching planes and chilling on the beach till showtime, yeah, I got time. That's called a luxury, stupid. So, you know, but, you know, the, the, the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm in the Bahamas and I'm looking at these yachts where I stayed at the Atlantis Resort. There's all these fucking yachts. And I'm just, and one yacht in particular was fucking massive. And I'm just envisioning myself on this yacht around my friends and family and the people that I love. Salsa music playing, fucking barbecue cooking, drinking alcohol, smoking, chilling. And I'm just going, how could you not, how, did, how would that not make you happy? How would that not make you feel like in the Bahamas on a yacht, fucking living life? What are you, what, what are you depressed about? And you might be right. But I would love to be able to go on my yacht. Man, something wrong. I'm upset. But what if you. Bring me some more lobster. Something's wrong. <laughs> What if you looked at it the other way, though, that maybe the reason you're not getting what you want is because you haven't taken care of who you are? 
You know, that's one of those mythical, mysterious things that I hate. You could be right, and I'm not even saying you're not right, but it, that always feels like one of them fortune cookie-ass answers. You get right within, and the rest will... Really? Well, honestly... It, There's it, a lot of niggas that ain't right within that's winning. Yeah. Donald Trump ain't right within, and he's winning. Acquittal. Rich. President. Teflon Don. Nothing sticks. That's why I don't buy into that shit. But he's living in a delusion. So it, to him, he's everything. Maybe right. we're the ones living in the, de- no. in, the, in, the de- in the delusion. He maybe, but he he definitely is believing what he's saying. So if he believes that it's working for him, but I mean, and, and this goes to to the the positive, the idea about being positive. If you in, in your brain, if you believe that you're doing the right things, you're making the right steps, you're doing the right things, uh, you're going to get there. It's like anything else, man. You could put if you don't put good gas in your car. You're not a car doesn't drive well. You put good gas in your car, your car drives well. Hey, Eddie, it's just so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Dude, you need to you need to you need to look at the, some of the other stuff. I hear ya. I hear ya. I do hear ya. And I guess you know when you say get rid of the noise. I hear you. And there's a part of me that believes you. And there's a part of me that goes, I think Andy's right. Because I believe that too. A bit. But then when you see the noise come in and you look at Donald Trump and you see people who aren't right within that are winning, it throws that logic out the window. No, it, no, it doesn't. Because that, that, that's an instant. And they're not in your – they affect you in a different way. But what you need to affect I, – I, I don't want to do it in a negative way. I want to say it in a positive way. Um, there has to be something to you that's as important as what you, when you're talking about success and reaching a level that you want. Is there anything else in your, in your life that's outside of that stratosphere that's important to you? Then the materialistic and, yeah. the, and the money and the, and, yeah. The, and the, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I meant to say this to you when we had that episode where I choked up and I, I just forgot, but this answers that question. I wish I was a better father. You know, I envy you with your sons because I know I'm not a good dad. But uh, I, 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 I know I, I raise my kids when it's convenient. Um, and I know that because I'm so wanting to accomplish what I want to accomplish, I sometimes or oftentimes put them on the back burner because I'm just, I don't know that I was ever ready, really ready to really be a father, but it happened. Right. So I wasn't going to run from it. Right. And I know that at times I buy my kids a lot of shit to make up for the things I should be doing. But, but, but I, 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 kiss, I kiss and hug them to death. Right. But, but when you buy them these things, do you ever feel that it makes up for the, for the time and the other things that you're not doing? Or do you just feel I, – I or does I, it make you feel better? No. I hope it, I hope it ties them over until I can get to that space where I could – do the other shit better. So if you, what you, I just don't, I don't want them to hate me. You know what I'm saying? But you don't think that there's a way that you could figure out how to do both and make your life better because while you're saying that and you you obviously feel that because you said it. Right. Um, that weighs on you while you're trying to do this other stuff anyway. It weighs on me, but it don't. But what if you felt good about it and you took that energy, that good energy and you were out there trying Maybe to do Maybe my that. problem is I'm tying everything into 
if I get this money and I get this yeah. house, I can give them better. But I can give them more. But that's not what they want. They would, they would want less because they would want you to stop doing less and giving them more of you. <sighs> you, you really, honestly, Aries, and I don't know if this is the right place to talk about is on the podcast right now. But I really feel like you have to. That that's your hurdle. That's your hurdle. It's just getting over the human side of you, and, and, and making a, making amends to yourself with what what it is that you where you're at with your in your personal life and where you want to go. I think you'll get all the other stuff if you get this other part straightened out. Keep a sister in the loop by Tracy Horner. She's part Spanish. I'm gonna try to do this. What she wrote in Spanish: Santo Quay Q Dios T. Bendingas. I don't know what that means, but I discovered the podcast at the end of November 2019. Nah, nigga, I don't know what took my ass so long to find it, but I never, I have never listened to a podcast, so there's that too. Anywho, I finally found your asses, and I have been binging the cast ever since. Yes, I love the Pussy Podcast, but that is another email to come. I am playing catch up, so I will throw past shit, it with, I will throw past shit. In with the emails that I send with feedback on the current podcast. I DM'd you on Instagram, and here's what I said. Hey, ninjas, still loving the podcast. Uh, I DM'd you in November after I heard my few my first few podcasts of yours. Glad that you and Andy are attempting to work shit out because he, and she puts spells, S-O-O-O-O-O-O-O. He so needs more black people school. Hashtag bless him heart. Um... <laughs> I do love the back and forth between you two, but I hate that Andy is so damn self-deprecating. She puts in caps, Andy, please stop with that shit. Black people, caps, hate that shit. We can love you to pieces, but the second a white man, no matter how wealthy or broke, goes into that shit, we see a nigga that squandered his privilege, and I can't and won't feel sorry for that. Look at hashtag Fat Nixon. The orange Bama has nothing going for him. Even his kids are stupid. But... His overconfidence, use of state of use of confidence, use of manifestation, and overuse of his privilege has gotten his criminal ass into the White House. A white man can lose a house, and by privilege, his credit will be back to seven fifty, middle damn score, or above in three months. Three months, us much much longer. So he should use his privilege for good and to make people laugh and be confident in that shit. FYI for Andy, just like a shark love black women as well as black audience as well as black audience can smell blood in the water. And after a while, we get tired and go in for the kill. Or in this case, we will just lose interest in you. For now, Andy is trying, which is why we, your fans, continue to remain patient with him. I was supposed to be sending an email to stay in touch to hear about your future endeavors. Then she sends her email and ended up saying a bit more. And thank God, so did you and Andy. I started with episode 95, but soon realized that I need to catch up. So I listened to the old podcast in between your work, your weekly releases. I just find episode 70, and yes, the African dick is magical, nigga, said in my Paul Mooney voice. And for the record, I used to call my ex LC. Yes, he was African and allowed to stay way longer because of his magical dick. Oh, LC for Lucky Charms. Because that nigga's dick was magically damn delicious. Woo! Flashback, nigga. Flashback. Finally, if you guys have time, please cover that bullshit threat made by Snoop Dogg against Gail King. Hey, back up or we gonna come get you. And calling her out of her name. Something head, bitch. 
I may not approve of the question that she asked Lisa Leslie, but that bullshit that came out of Snoop's mouth. But that bullshit that came out of Snoop's mouth. That old ass nigga needs to sit the fuck down. Black women may love his ass in the club, but call us out by our names and someone will make his ass their bitch on the streets. Anywho, love the show, new fan of the podcast, old fan of your stand-up and acting. And yeah, I do catch you every time you are in the D.C. at the Improv. And after hearing the podcast, I could definitely say, I like these niggas. T. Horner. Um, sweetie, you mean to tell me that that big African Lucky Charms dick didn't call you bitch during sex? <laughs> Come on, boo-boo. Come on. If that dick is everything you said it was... He could have been like, bitch, get me my coffee. Not coffee, my coffee. And you would have been all right with it. Andy, you want to address anything she said? Yeah, well, not really. Uh, Self-deprecating. Dude, uh, that's who I am. And that's most white dudes. I've said that. Uh, it, and it's not. I, when you talk about the pri- all the privilege, you know, privilege is what you have when you use it. Mm. Uh, I, this is how I am as a person, as a human walking down the street. If you saw me just walking down the street, this is who you're going to get, uh, on stage. If you saw us in, in DC, I don't do self-deprecating on stage. I do one thing in that self-deprecating. That's on true. Stage. I didn't even realize that. I only do one. one the, the first what is it? When I say uh, I'm, I'm disappointed. That's me too. Yeah, oh, and I don't even know that that's self deprecating because it's, it's the truth. I mean, everybody's been waiting. They want right. to see you, and then they got me, and that's that. that so that right. it, to me, that's funny. Uh, but I don't do self deprecation on stage. Uh, it, it it does not work in a black audience. A hundred percent, I know right. that. And I have some jokes that probably do have a little bit of self deprecation in there, but I never do them on the road with you, right? Because uh, it's not going to go. But it, who I am as a person, this is really who I am. When people say, hey, that I'm supposed to be funnier, I do this this uh, podcast with Aries, and this is really true to myself. I throw in jokes when I, when I feel them. But I'm not, I, like I said, I wasn't here to be the funniest person in the room. I'm not trying to, cru- I'm not trying to crush it in, in the hotel room on, at uh, 12 o'clock in the afternoon while we're mm. doing the podcast. I'm just enjoy, I, I, I enjoy the conversation. And as far, uh, like, and, I, and I think that they're good conversations. Conversations that needed to be had. So that's all. Well, there you go. <clears throat> and I was wondering when this email was going to come. Because uh, since you and I had had that episode of emotional uh, sharing, um, I was like, damn, she's, she has not written in. There it is. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I thought for sure. I thought we lost her. My Sherry Amore, sweeter than a summer day. Shamoy Emery, what's happening, mama? On Sunday the 9th, my family was devastated when my aunt unexpectedly died. My condolences, baby. She was only 63 and a health-conscious person. Diet, exercise, swimmer, etc. I know how you question God, and I've always stayed out of that conversation with people because I believe religion is a personal journey. However, I found myself quoting you. Make this make sense to me. Words can't describe how close we were. I have her and my mom saved in my phone as my two moms. We were always together and had plans to do something every weekend until June. On Thursday, I felt all cried out and listened to the pod and a few weeks, a few others. It was one of the best you two have ever done. I absolutely loved it, and I can't thank you enough for the much-needed distraction from the pain we're feeling. You can certainly expect a long reaction message from me in the future. I may not be as responsive right now, but believe me, I'm here listening, enjoying the pod. Baby, my condolences to you. You know I love you. Uh, I'm sorry you're going through that. 
Uh, I don't know what I can do to help, but if there's anything you need <clears throat> within reason, uh, I'm there for you, mama, because uh, you were one of the first. Um, Andy? And she, she follows me on Instagram, actually. Is that right? Yeah, it was, it was very nice when I realized that. Okay. Um, sorry, you going through that, too, uh, honestly. Uh, but there's something, and when you brought up the religious part, I'm not going to get into religion, especially right now while you're, while you're going through something. But I would like to, I said this to Aries before, and we brought this up in the Kobe episode. I don't know what else is out there, but sometimes I feel like the reason maybe people go earlier than we expected is because they were done. They did, they, they accomplished whatever it is that we're here for. We got it done, and they get to move on to the next part. When is Donald Trump going to be done? Never, because he has a lot to make up for now. <laughs> um, he's going to come back, but who knows what he's going to come back as. Oof. Um, I know, and, and I just think that, you know, I, I, I've been thinking a lot more about this because of my kids, and I'm older, and, uh, man, it, 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 it's a lot to think about. All I know is that... Uh, I, what I want to believe is that the, the, when people leave us, they go to a, a better place. And we're left with the, with the sadness because uh, we're, we miss them. And, and that's their legacy, missing them. And the sadness is actually something that's kind of beautiful because that's the impression that, they, that we have an emptiness because they left us. You, you've, you've been to funerals before? Yeah. Close to you, funerals? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, it scares me to death. I've never been to a funeral. Really? Never. And, and the people that have died that I've known weren't really close to me. Yeah. I've never been to a, a funeral where I was close with somebody. And it scares me, the idea of going. Because well, I just don't know how I'm going to respond. See, some of the people that I went to the funeral for, they were older. So we expected it. When her situation is that she's talking about, she was 63. And she was health conscious and probably lived a healthy lifestyle. So... You're not expecting it. You expect to have time with them. I think that's the thing that causes us the most grief is because right. we expected to have more time. We expected to do more things with them. We expected what we were going to have with that person. Right. And I think that's what weighs heavier on us when when someone goes sooner. Like, and, and, I, and I hate to use Kobe because Kobe isn't like my relationship, but there was a relationship. And you just expect right. when you saw what he was doing – uh, that you were going to have more time with them. So that is where this personal, that's where it got personal. I think we all expected to have more time. Her situation, she expected to have more time with her. Um, I haven't had anybody real close to me right. that was also youthful. Right. Uh, I think that, that, that's, that's when I think you really feel this. Otherwise, I think you kind of, someone's in their 80s and right. you, you know that they're getting, you know, there's, 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 a, there's a life expectancy. Right. But when people slide out on you real quick like that, I, I think that's where you get the depression and you get the sadness. Mm. We're there for you, baby. Holla if you need me. You know the deal. <clears throat> what up from Japan? From Roger C.I.V. Terrence. Me and my wifey listened to the podcast. It was very enlightening. I do agree that you should do your own podcast as well. I felt your pain when you vented the, vented the world. Just get the fuck off me. I do believe your fans will definitely feel more connected with you because of it. I know I do. You even made me rethink my opinion about President Obama. We should stand behind our own. Thank you, nigga. And if I could just change one mind, one voice, I've, I'm doing my job. Well, I won't make this a long, overly long email. Just wanted to let you know again, you have international black support from Japan. All our partners. I remember I was on a flight and... Uh, the, the, the flight attendant was Asian. 
And he kept saying that. Thank you for flying with us and our partners. And I was like, this Asian motherfucker. But that's not. Japan is grunty. That's that's. Aries just got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Aries, all our patadas have decided to no longer. Okay. Uh, Till the Comedian Sings from Jose Gardia. Okay. All right. This is short and sweet. Yo, what up, Aries? I heard the last podcast with you and Andy trying to hash shit out. To, completely, uh, to be completely honest, I feel like he's got some beefs in some of these arguments. But I also feel like he's acting somewhat of a little bitch. Like if he had so much of these problems, why didn't he bring this shit up to you up front? I also felt the pain you're talking about how people keep fucking with you and you don't get the love you deserve. So I felt that realness when you got emotional. I will always support you, man, and I will always be a fan. Excuse me. Fucking gas. No matter what, if you move forward with the podcast or not, Andy will realize he fucked up if he leaves now. Who was that? Jose Gardia. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I want to address those. I wish you wouldn't have wrinkled it up so we could have went through it one by one. Mm. Uh, he said you, he felt like you had some honest beefs. He agreed yeah, with you. But then he said, why didn't I address them earlier? I still, had an, I, I still probably wouldn't have addressed some of them. I didn't cancel the podcast. But you know what a lot of people did say? Uh, and they said it to me in, the, in, the, in my Instagram DMs. Even when we were wrapping it up and I kept trying to, trying to get you to make me understand, are we in? Are we out? Are we doing this? Many people felt like he's saying yes, but really his mentally, he's out the door. Like, like he's, he's there, but he ain't. Um, I didn't get that. I knew what you were saying. Let's work it out. You know what I'm saying? Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's put it together day day and, 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 we'll, and we'll see where it goes. When I say we'll see where it goes, if we're putting the effort in and it's working, why would I stop doing it? Right. If there was a point where we went, it just ain't it, there. Right. Then we wouldn't do it. That I, It made sense to me. And I thought we got that. I thought that's the conclusion we came to at the end. Right. If you're not in the room, maybe it doesn't come out that it does, you don't hear right, it right. play that same way. But I thought in the room we got it. Um, some of the things that were going on and like I, I I didn't we didn't air out two years of everything that's ever been said on the road. So I appreciate you understanding there were some beefs there, but to then try to turn it back around me, then you just gave me my beef back. So uh mm. it's not a sandwich I wanted to have from you right now. So I'm just gonna let you know. Uh you don't know and uh You don't know but we worked it out. So it's gonna work out. Ho- what you do to me. Um We only got a few more. Uh JT Merrick from JT Merrick. Aries and Andy, glad things are working out. Oh, he took our suggestion. I told you guys I'd email when I made it to the Civil Rights Museum in Memphis. Ah. It was very well done and rough as was to be expected. But the one thing that really bothered me about the whole experience was the lack of black Americans in the role of tour guide or upper management. For example, the officer at the door, the officer at security positions around the grounds, the custodians and cashiers were all black, whereas the tour guides were little old white ladies in glasses. Now, I understand there are requirements for jobs and all, but you mean to tell me that there is no way you can get a retired man or woman of color who maybe or most definitely been through it to be there and give tours and firsthand experience? Come on now. 
I just don't get it. I hope that things change and it gets put right. Doubt it, but there can always be hope. Anyway, glad the podcast is still on, and I hope the best for you guys. Much love, JT. You know, I'm going to tell you, JT, um, I don't know that I have a problem with that um, because I think there's power in white people, A, knowing, and B, teaching. Um, unfortunately, this is the world we live in, but sometimes there's more value. I'm not saying I agree with it, but there's more value when a white person says it than when a black person says it. I don't agree with it. I don't, it shouldn't I, be. I don't, I don't. But, but it's the truth. What I think, and if I was having my way of doing it, when you talk about these old white ladies, mm-hmm. I would have found out old white ladies who had a racist past. And I would have no, and I would have made them be the ones to walk through that thing every day, all day long, teaching the, those because they need to learn the lessons. Uh, that's who I would have wanted to go through there. Go because right, I'm going to tell you, yeah, 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 as a yeah. as a as a white person walking with a black person through that museum. If you there's this, uh, fuck, I don't even have the article. It's uh, it's why why we should fear them. It is it was the name of the us? Yeah, why why, why, they why white people should fear uh, niggas? Yeah. And I read the article because Who wrote this motherfucker. This was the this is this was the gist of the article. Everything that white America has put black America through, black people in this country, yet you have your you you have for no. for whatever reason and I think a black dude wrote this. I think it was What? Yeah. That it's beyond his comprehension why Ben Carson wrote that. No, why there hasn't been a, a shift. I want to say this the right way. When you walk through there, I, I, I felt like I shouldn't have been safe outside after I walked through there. After what I saw black people went through. When oh, I went a bunch through, of niggas outside waiting on you? Yeah. <laughs> if there was, would it, and I, mean, I don't mean this, I mean this somewhat ironically. But if we were to have walked through there, and at the end we walked out, and I was, and, and it was a bunch of black dudes waiting out there just to beat my ass, I wouldn't understood. I wouldn't wanted to get my ass beat, but I wouldn't understood why. You would have understood why. I would have had to, right. right? That's my point. That's what the point of this article was. You don't. This is this is why you feel that way. The reason you feel that way is because you know what. If you if you know what oh, black people have gone through, okay, now I get it. Yeah. If you know what black people have gone through, then you should know that why they should yeah. fear us. Yeah. Right, and that, and that's what. But that's black people, but, but black people have always, you know, I've said this. We've always been the most loving, forgiving race on the planet. Always, yeah. But right now is where I think there's going to be a little bit of a difference in that because right now, at this particular moment in time, I I, I think there's so much aggravation towards what. And rightfully so towards the white community yeah and what they and not realizing when you're giving examples now the race war is coming now i'm not saying it's going to be a race war i'm just saying we've when you've given examples and you show examples and you can right. see the examples and there's no way that you can get around what is obvious what has been not taught in schools to, to so, so that you can uh uh av- advocate you from that from what happened you, you, it can't be this way anymore. So the irritation and the aggravation should be stronger now. You know, if you ever fly on Delta, I don't know if they do it on coach, but I know in first class, they got the TV monitors in the back of the headsets. So I don't know if they do it in coach, but if they do, 
I stumbled across when I was coming back from the Bahamas. PBS had a special about <clears throat> black people and black businesses throughout history in America. And a lot of shit I didn't know. Uh, and they actually said that during segregation, black people strived more yeah. and did better because we had our own businesses, we had our own banks, we had our own everything. The Jewish way. And I didn't know that in some of those southern cities, black people were thriving so well that a lot of the white businesses, out of jealousy, either burnt the businesses down. Yeah. Burnt the towns down. Burnt the towns down. Tacoma. Hung the black people. And I just, I'm like, God damn. I didn't know there were black banks. I didn't know that there were black insurance companies. I didn't know that that, that uh, uh, there were black barbershops who catered towards white customers and black customers. And some of these places were making crazy amounts of money. It, it just, yeah. But it's, it's unfathomable to believe that, that we wouldn't have seen that. And it's because it's not taught that way. But the point if you were the labor force for this country, especially let's take the South, let's not even, we, we, let's just, let's just take the South right now. And the labor force is black, right. <clears throat> free labor, black slavery, the end of slavery comes the, the supposed, uh, uh, anyway, all the labor, all the people who can do the perform the work are black. The white community depend is going to depend on them to do the, the, the services that they can't do for themselves. I want to ask you a question, because this is something I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about lately. You know that service, Ancestry.com? Yeah. Where, like, you go for, you, you find out who you were from the beginning. And I'm sure that all black people far enough back in their ancestry had some slaves and blah, blah, blah. When white people are called devils and are looked at as, and I, I used to say this line in my stand-up, not all white people are racist, but as a race, you guys are known for racism. Clearly, not all white people uh, hated black people. Again, we talked about last night the movie Harriet. I finally saw it twice. The Quakers, there were white people that, hate, that helped black people escape the freedom. But I just wonder, if you were to go back far enough in history to the first white people ever, what is it that made white people go, we don't like them? They were different. You think it was just that? It's just that simple. That simple. They're different. Why don't, what, 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 what makes, why you, don't they, why, what makes why, you go, we're superior, we're better? Superior is where racism comes in, but being different is the reason why Chinese people don't like Japanese people or, or, or Koreans don't like uh, 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 Vietnamese because they look at them and their cultures, even though the, and I, I used they Asians. They both got slanty eyes. I used Asians for a reason because that it, it isn't related to either one of us. Right. But in their cultures, they look at each other differently. And they don't like them for different reasons. Now, not saying all of them don't like each other, but people right. are very easily made uncomfortable. And now, I mean, I just I, I would think that if you go back far enough in history to the beginning, like did niggas do something? Like what just made a bunch of white people go, "We don't like you." No, that you mean as far as like slavery goes? Just from from the beginning was, in time. It was a, well, slavery was a business issue. It was a business issue. Okay, let's go back before that. Okay, what started the "we don't like them, we're better" shit? I don't. I don't think that that's what it was. 
It uh, had to be. No, no. I think it was more culturally. Like the, there was a land here. There was land there. People wanted different land, and they, 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 they warred with each other. And that's where we develop and get where we, where we go in for other lands, and people fought each other. Look, listen, Jews, for the most part, are Jewish. Right, you can see. Sometimes you can tell someone's Jewish. Sometimes you can't. Whatever, but they're, they're white. On them niggas. But they're but they look like people. Regular. Right. They they don't stand out color wise. Uh, they don't. I mean, maybe curly hair. Right. Maybe a big nose. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those Two things. Can Sam's. Nigga. Some of the, some of those features. But right. Culturally, they were hated. Culturally, they were because of their religious beliefs. It, it's culture that we get talked. The, the 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 thing with black and white is, and, and that's why it's come down to where we say black and white. When really, we know that there's more, ethnic-wise, there's more people. The Italians are their own group of people. Right. Spanish are their own group of I people. I thought you was going to say brown people. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, but, oh, right. but, uh, but that being said, if we just go black and white, it's, just, it's, it's the difference between being visual and being visual that we see each other, and then so we recognize the distance from further away. I mean, I'd have to get close to you to know what your religious beliefs were or what your, uh, how you ate at home or what kind of food you ate or what kind right. of animal you killed. But if you're across the street and I can see you're black and I'm, and I'm white, maybe if, if I'm uncomfortable with that, that's all I need. Mm, interesting. I just, yeah, I just wonder what started the hate. What was the origin of hate? They wanted something someone else had. That's always the origin. So all that stuff about superiority and what better than you was what? Just an excuse? That's how I think. To light the fuse? To, to, to define the reason why. But uh, there's only two causes for war ever that people can come up with, and that's either land, the land, the value of the land, or what's underneath the land, oil, whatever it is, uh, or property, just, just to have the land, or, or women. Men fought over women. Pussy war. So th- those are the only two. I, I don't think. Hey, I, I, I think you. I think you use things like that to justify your your hatred. But I think it just has to do culturally. I think we're just different, and we can't accept other people. Right. We are un- We are uncomfortable. Therefore, those are the people that made us uncomfortable. That's the reason I don't like them. But you're uncomfortable. It's not them that made you uncomfortable. It's you that are uncomfortable. All right. Um, Right. Happy the podcast is still trucking and you two are working out shit. However, I am going to ask Andy to simultaneously shit or get off the pot and give his balls a tug. We are all adults here. Either you are going to keep this going and let it grow into something really special or just jump ship now. Hearing we'll see what happens. We are working on it. Last week and the 219 episode of the man. I imagine it's the equivalent of a guy getting head and the chick stopping midway because she doesn't want him to see her as a hoe. Don't get me uh, don't get me hooked on the formula, then tease with a threat of the factory possibly shutting down at any minute. Plus, Aries, don't change. I mean that filter-wise. In a world where everyone is tripping over their ass, fearing the possibility of saying something that might offend someone... Please keep that honesty. Example, Joe Budden podcast the other day, Dwayne Wade's transitioning 12-year-old came up, and he could, you could tell everyone in the room wanted to say, this is fucking crazy, but they all held back out of fear. I turned to your podcast knowing you won't hold back. Don't change that. Andy, if you truly don't care what people think or say about you, 
then that same confidence must be applied to your peers and the club club bookers. As long as asses are filling the seats, or as long as asses are filling the seats, right? Asses will remain filling the seats if you keep the shit real and uncut. Uh, Farrah, I love you, but that's that can be debatable. But we'll get into that. Oh, and Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle reportedly smells like bergamot. What? B e g a m o t, bergamot, granium and cedar, with heart notes of damask rose and a base of ambrity. That's a lot of words just to say pussy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was that's some shit a woman would do. It smells like cedar mist and pine cones with a hint of uh salmon trout original water. Oh Jesus. Um now I don't know what white women I don't know what white women are doing to their giblets, but pussy ain't supposed to smell like that. Erica Badu is also coming out with a puss scented candle, and I believe her smell, hers will smell like real lotus. Probably turn you into Andre three thousand. Farah. <laughs> uh, okay, I want to address the first part of what she said because yeah. she said uh, she had to get off the pot. Whatever. Listen, yes. whether you want to, how how I'm going to describe this is going to make me feel uncomfortable even saying it. I am in a relationship with Aries in this podcast. Woo! This is a relationship. And when you are in a relationship with another human, yeah, you, you, your intentions are to make it work out. But that, that, that falls on both people's responsibility, and that's why you say, yeah, we're going to get in there and we're going to work it out. We are working it out. Now, tomorrow, if Aries calls me up, because I said this, and I really have to say this, I didn't cancel the podcast. Yeah, I did. Okay? I did. I did. So when you say, what am I going to do? I'm saying, I'm going to try to work it out, but I'm not the one who canceled it. So what are you saying to me, Farrah, that if your dude says, I don't want to f- be fucking around you anymore, and then says, let's try to work this out, now you have to say, okay, let's work it out. Fuck you. Is all I'm going to say. We have to work and, it and, out. And he says that lovingly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I did say lovingly. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what you would say. You would say, fuck you to that dude. Yes. You, you would have to work it out. You would have to establish the boundaries and how you're going to go forward and work together. That's all this is. Like any other fucking relationship. So because I didn't go, oh, Aries, please, let's do this. You guys think that I should have just jumped on board? No, we have to work it out. Mm. Daddy raised his voice. Listen, I know we presented you guys with... Our kids with divorce papers, but Andy and I, we eventually got in bed and we <laughs> fucked each other's brains out. I jammed it in his ass. He jammed it in mine, Dude, missionary. Even, even, the, even the visual, like, the, 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 saying that has a it's just too gross for me. I can't even, Listen, and, and not that the, uh, some people that may be enjoyable for, it's not to me, so I can't even hear that. Oh. 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 Pull you by your goddamn beard, ass nigga. <laughs> oh. Spears and Steinberg from L. Rice. Uh, got two more to go, and we're done. Bro, just wanted to reach out because I resubscribed to the podcast after the brouhaha. So what the fuck? You fucking bounced, and then you came back? I know that I instantly took your side, but at the same time, I thought it was a shame because you can see that both you, both of you were growing as people throughout the process. So I thought it a shame. I thought it a shame. $10, a lot of money. I thought it a shame that the process was coming to an end. I have to say that I have even more respect for you because it takes a man to admit his mistakes and to keep it moving. 
I'm glad it's still on because as a person who travels a lot, this is definitely my favorite way to pass the time. Peace, Landis. I like that name. It's like Lando Calrissian. Landis. Landis is bullshit to me. I'm sorry. Why? Because of how he's. I took your side immediately, and then. You, it, it, black, took, it, it took a big man to make it, 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 everything black, was on your side. It, 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 hey, black, black, and, and, and Obama did everything for everybody. It was there a, you go. Everybody's in the culture. Let's keep it all black. You guys are, let's stay. It's a, a black that's thing, some black brother. shit that I've ever heard in my whole fucking life. I never heard anybody throw it out there that hard, sucking a dick at the hey, same time hey, and doing hey, it. Hey, brother, it's a black thing, man. I immediately took your side. Excuse but then me. when you did come back and apologize for it, I was like, that takes a big man. It's that, that's, that, that, that's, straight, that's straight man dick sucking right there is what that was. And, and excuse me. Let me talk, talk, talk to the brother for a minute. This is brother talk. This is brother talk. Um, right on, Landis. Shit. <laughs> I pulled my headphones out. I'm so frustrated <laughs> with that shit. <laughs> All right. Last two. Yo. What's the title? From Ice Balu. I C B A L L O U. That sounds like uh, what do you call that shit from the Bayou, New Orleans? No, like Balu, Bayou. I don't know what you're talking about either. All right, that podcast one thirty nine towards the end. Uh, oh, and then I got the juiciest podcast for. I mean, email for last. Good, we're right up. We're right where we're supposed to be. The podcast one thirty nine towards the end. The lap dance shit about the plane was fucking great. I'm 6'5", and that shit pisses me off when a motherfucker drags their ass across my knees. Well, nigga, pardon your knees, 6'5". <laughs> nigga, that shit gets me hot, and my flights are usually five to six hours from New York to Oakland. Get the fuck off my knees. Well, get your knees out of my ass. So now I only sit in the emergency exit aisle near the window. Nigga, at 6'5", you should be in first class. Or, but that exit seat's not bad if you can get the exit seat with your feet all the way up. Nigga, your knees should match I'm cheap. your chair. I'm cheap. Um, I hear you, Ice Balu. Uh Yeah, nigga, there it is. You know, I forgot when we were talking about that. I did. Yeah. I did do it. A dude didn't get out of the seat from me right. when I was trying to get out, and he didn't want to move. So this is what I did do. I went dick first. I didn't go ass. You went the other way. I went dick in his fucking face. <laughs> Give it up on the main stage for Andy. Yeah, if you if you could, if you're gonna make me work, I'll work on this. <laughs> All right, there it is. Um, dick in the face. Some truths about you, Hollywood, and your Jew. Now this sounds exactly like the 1920s. Hello, boys and girls. Now it's time for some truths about you, Hollywood, and your Jew. <laughs> All right, this is from Crestfallen. Dear Aries, I'm a big fan. I think it's over for you to be the next Negro with a $20 million pay movie paycheck. You have broken many bridges in Hollywood with your anger, your ego, and your lack of self-awareness. Now, I'm going to stop right here. I almost take a little bit of offense just to the wording of, that, of the way he started. But let me, let me digress. You can tell, though, that he's been yelled at a few times. Yeah. Um, that video that I saw that's on YouTube about you going to a radio station trying to fight someone physically scares the shit out of these crackers and the Jews that you are trying to get the big bucks from. You sabotage your career. The only way to get into Hollywood's good graces is by taking it in the ass and sucking a lot of circumcised cock. Okay. Uh, You can be successful by producing your own content and not relying on these racist fucking Jews to put on a dress. (laughs) 
Jews will not replace us. Check out comedian Andrew Schultz. He got rejected by Netflix and other outlets and said, fuck Hollywood, and put on this special on YouTube and podcast called Flagrant 2. Now he is successful, probably even more successful than you, without going through traditional fruitcake Hollywood route. You don't need them sex offenders in Hollywood anymore with the internet and competing services. You should do your best to get on Andrew Schultz on your podcast. I'm pretty sure he is a fan of yours. And he is a beast of a comic. He sold out three nights for his special at the Orpheum in Los Angeles, scheduled this April. Flagrant 2 podcast gets about 30000 a month from Patreon. If Steinberg wants to leave, let him. He ain't shit without you. Sincerely, Jay Nunya. What is Jay Nunez there? What is he? Yeah, Nunez is, is it is it Hispanic? I don't know. Uh, listen, first of all, I'm going to address the last part first. Uh oh! If I ain't shit uh, without Aries, with with Aries, then I ain't shit with them. Uh, it doesn't make a difference, dude. And for you to say something like that, you ain't shit because oh! because people are who they are. I I don't need Aries to do what I do. I got into this business because I wanted to be a comedian. And guess what I do? I do comedy. Aries is giving me a break and help me, but that doesn't make my, my what I do is still what I do. And if I only did it in a smaller way, I'm still happy with that. I have a job that I work at night. I work weekends and I enjoy my life. I get to spend the second part of my life with someone that I enjoy being around. That's what I do. So I want to tell you very much, sir, I am shit. I'm the fucking shit. Yeah, you fucking go. You see that fucking people? The fucking bulls on this guy. The fucking whiskers in this guy. His fucking cock is as long as his beard. His fucking tip of his dick in the bottom of his beard. They fucking tangle. But if I was if I was pitching garbage, I'd still be the fucking best. Hey, listen, I'd, maybe, I'd maybe, be a great. I'd still be shit. I'd be the shit, dude. I just hate people like this and trying to tell you. No, no, no. But don't hate them because because you need this though. And here's what I'm gonna say. And and like I said, dude. I never will, 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 will be naive enough to think that if we're the rabbit and the turtle in the race, no matter how far ahead I am of you, this is a white man's business. You can pass me. I know you'll, I know you'll say otherwise. There's a big but, studio right but, now saying that it's not just a white man's business anymore. We talking about Tyler Perry? Yeah. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Um... Like I said, if you get there, I will use you, motherfucker. Yeah, that's f- I will use you. No, but the reason this makes me mad, and it doesn't make me mad, like it doesn't offend me, like it doesn't make me upset that he said something negative about me. What makes me upset is people like this exist in the world. And this man, obviously, who has to put other people to say they're not shit, they're not shit. You need to figure out what your own problems is, that you have so much time to work on Andrew Schultz and how much money he's making and the way that he should do it. Aries knows that he should do his own special. I appreciate you. If you would have said, Aries, you don't need that. You could do your own special. But you came in so fucking hot and negative. I mean, that's why I said, look. You were beaten by someone who yelled at you and told you all the same things you just told Aries. Well, listen, um, I will give him this. To some extent, he's a little right. Uh, have I broken bridges in Hollywood? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think I might have burned a few, but not because, again, I went out and went, I'm going to burn this bridge. Again, people in Hollywood don't do self-investigation. It's high school. They go with rumors. Oh, who's not popular? I don't know that there's a reason for me to think he shouldn't be popular. I don't know that he's the thing that they say he is. But hey, if you say so, he can't eat at this table. And that's how that's that's high school shit. Um, 
because of my anger. I've been angry about certain circumstances, and I was young. And if I had it to do over again, which, again, I came in doing this with no form of education, nobody grabbing Dude, my Dude, you were 16. Tail. 16. I, and, and, I, and I was the only person, like I said, in my family to have this kind of success and make this kind of money and own my own home, you know, at an early age. So I didn't know. If I had somebody to grab me and go, hey, nigga, don't go to the radio station and vent and pull a Nat Turner. It'll fuck you up. I wouldn't have done it. But I didn't know no better. Um, ego. Got a little bit of an ego, but we all do to an extent. You couldn't do this if you didn't have any right. ego. And lack of self-awareness. I'm bugging. What is self-awareness? Like lack, lack of yeah, who, who I am? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of, you know, crackers and Jews and sucking circumcised cock racist Jews is there racism in show business absolutely all I'm saying is there's a way to say everything you said without saying it like that because for people that don't know you on paper that reads a certain way I, I I read it the way that he wrote it, and it's not. It wasn't. Bec- it wasn't. No one's going to listen to this because he didn't come. He didn't come in a way that you wanted to hear it. He came. Yeah, in there's a- ele- eloquent. There's an eloquent way to say some of what you said. I, listen, I'm all for raw, nigga. Raw. I'm, I'm for everything raw, but vegetables. Uh, uh, raw sex, raw comedy, but just. There's a yin and a yang that should have been had in this, where you could have expressed some rawness and some realness, but also a little bit of eloquence and etiquette. Um, because I just just on my part alone, if he, Andy wants to go, let him go. Dude, you're Aries Spears. You're going to take it to the next level no matter who you work with. But, but, you, but you wanted to put me down at the same time, maybe because I have one of them circumcised fucking cocks that you that you imagine so so vividly i want to i want to go out on this um let me try to read it this way and see if it feels different dear aries i'm a big big fan i think it's over for you to be the next negro with a 20 million dollar movie paycheck you've broken many bridges in hollywood with your anger your ego and your lack of self-awareness That video I saw, it's on YouTube, about you going into the radio show to fight someone physically scares the shit out of white folks. If you didn't say scares the shit out of white folks right there, and it just says, that sounded the whitest thing that I could ever imagine someone saying. That all sounded so, like just an angry white man wanting to tell you why you're not shit. Let me pick it back up from there. Scares the shit out of these crackers and Jews that you're trying to get the big bucks from. You sabotage your career. The only way to get into Hollywood's good graces is by taking it in the ass and sucking a lot of circumcised cock. You can be successful by producing your own content and not relying on these racist fucking Jews to put on a dress. Sounds different, right? Uh, a little bit, but now it sounds really white. Just super, oh, just really white. Really white. All right. uh, it's, it's funny, but I, I'm just thinking about, in, in his opinion, on Hollywood and sucking dicks these, these these circumcised dicks it, it, I, I, I wish you could do I, I know you can't right now because uh, it wouldn't make sense but I, I would like to hear uh, Denzel like saying like, like 
It, well, I got to go suck these dicks now. <laughs> uh, all right, if you want to make it in Hollywood, you got to suck a lot of dick. All right, you got to take it in the ass. And right now, I'm going to go suck a lot of uncircumcised Jewish cock. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. These fucking Jews want to put me in a dress. <laughs> I don't think that ever went down. No. No, no it didn't, did no, it? Yeah, no. so. Yeah, in fact, it was the opposite. Because, you know, Denzel, I played that clip on the podcast before where the white person, some white executive was trying to get him to do this movie about a slave that is killing, that raped a white woman and killing white folks. And he, uh, he eloquently shut it down. Uh, so there you go. Join us next week, boys and girls. Um, there it is, baby. That was the email episode. Thank y'all to all of y'all who wrote in. And as you, and as you clearly can tell, Annie and I were hashing shit out, baby. It's a day by day, week to week, month to month. It's not on life support though. No. We're just doing the day to day, making it work. Making it work. Putting the work in. There you go. Love you, kitties. Deuces. Can you feel it, baby?